Okay, it says now live. <coughs> it says my content is being secured, and we are now officially live. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Four Guys Recorders podcast. This is episode number one sixty seven for April twelfth, two thousand eighteen. Tomorrow is Friday the thirteenth. That's kind of exciting. I just noticed that as I announced the date. Um, yeah, I'm Mike, aka Inferno Two One Seven, and with us is a scary being for the 167th time in a row. ZBCI Assassin, what's going on? What's up? Now, are you gonna celebrate Friday the Thirteenth at all? Nope. Don't lie, you are. Mm-mm. <laughs> all right, let me tweet that out really quick. All right, and uh, also joining us is. Now, now I guess goes by Carlo Pasquale, which uh, I didn't know, but uh, I guess that's his new thing on Twitter. It's Italian clowns. What's going on? Yeah, it's uh, my middle name. <clears throat> so Carlo Pasquale. Oh, Pasquale. Um, excuse me. Yes, excuse me. <clears throat> so in English, I translate to Charles Patrick for the very small Irish percentage on my mom's side. Oh, there you go. There you go. Respect. Respect. Um. Yeah, Clowns has been uh, kind of busy the past couple of weeks. Joined um, the entertainment division of uh, Tick Gaming Network. You want to tell us a little bit about that, Clowns? <clears throat> Sorry for my voice. But I'll be bro. writing for Tick Entertainment section, like under comic books. And I've already dropped two articles. One about video game comic books that came out on April 11th. And then an uh, interview with Jeremy Whitley, who was a really cool dude. Um, you guys should go check it out on TickGN.com under entertainment. Uh, I'm having a blast doing these articles, and I just want to keep writing and writing and writing all the comic stuff over there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I checked out the um, the interview that you did. It was a pretty good interview, long interview, surprisingly. I kept scrolling. I'm like, holy shit, this thing keeps going and going and going. It was actually really good, really informative. So uh, I think after reading that interview, I'm going to check out some of the Sea of Thieves stuff because I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I'm kind of into uh, into what they're going to be doing with it. So um, definitely going to go check that out. Now, apparently, uh, the issue one is like impossible to find now, and issue two, you're kind of lucky if you find it. Is that right, Clowns? Yeah, issue two by me sold out everywhere. I actually had a back order through my comic store. Um, oh, shit. The lines for the distributors are still open for them to order issue two, so you should do it if you haven't gotten it yet. Issue one is definitely hard to get. I guess the comic series blew up better than they thought, and a lot of comic st- stores didn't order as many as they should have, and now people are demanding it. Um, so oh. if you miss the print issues, you can always get it, I think, on Comixology through the Amazon company. I think it's on there as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, like Comixology is a cool thing because if people don't know about that, you know, you get your comics on your tablet, your phone, digitally, even I think through your PC. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like the same, you know, clowns. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's not the same as just reading the hard copy, you know? Definitely doesn't feel the same. And just for that reason, though, to keep my Sea of Thieves issues in mint condition, I went ahead and bought digital copies also. So that way I don't have to mess the pages up. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Good point. Good point. Yeah, awesome option for collectors, and definitely check that out. Check out that series, and uh, you know, check out what Clowns is doing over in Tick for uh, the comic space, which is kind of out of our realm, but uh, definitely 
over on tick they have a they have an entertainment space for that so um definitely check it out over there congratulations on that clowns um yeah so already people in the chat talking about PUBG. we're gonna get into that's gonna be one of our first topics tonight about how apparently uh people are pretty upset about uh cosmetics in in games and PUBG is one of the ones that people are uh people are kind of upset about so we'll get we'll get into that you know we've talked about loot crates and uh, microtransactions on this podcast quite a bit but um we'll get into why people are getting pissed about cosmetics now apparently they're throwing that into the fire as uh almost as like pay to win schemes they're including cosmetics now but uh we'll get into that talk a lot about hellblade which just came out on xbox i've had it for a while on ps4 haven't really played it on ps4 until uh, (coughs) past couple days but uh, excellent game. Uh, Assassin already beat it. He's really loving it. So we'll have Assassin come in and um, and give his thoughts on that. Um, what else are we talking about? Of course, Inside Xbox Episode 2 was this week. Um, and it was like two hours long and loaded with information, specifically stuff that Assassin needed to like run to his bathroom and, and grab his favorite sock for because <laughs> Assassin ended up spending like his uh, everything in his savings account on this thing. So talk about the OG Xbox uh, ba- uh, backwards compatible stuff that was announced. And we'll talk about some X updates for some 360 games that are looking incredible so far. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about some additions to the Mixer platform that make streaming from your xbox uh easier and more full featured and we'll uh talk about at the end of the show really quickly about the division x patch which came out today if you were wondering if you want to go back to the division you have an xbox one x uh 4k rendering uh, improved shadows textures all that good stuff so we'll get to that at the end of the show but first or before we dive into anything real quick i just want to point out assassin was so excited about that backwards announcement that my Twitter was blown up. Every other line was like, oh my God, send. Oh my God, send. Oh my God, send. And this was like on repeat 50 times and my phone was like, going crazy yeah you know what let's get let's get into that really quick let's get the, let's get into that we'll do that first instead of instead of the PUBG thing so inside xbox if you didn't check it out um i highly recommend you check out like a synopsis clip online because it was two hours long and a lot of it was just like beating around the bush but a lot of it was really good uh information and one of the big things that came out was that um, and we'll explain the sock thing in a second because David us in the in the chat wants to ex- explain that. But um, as you may see right here on our slide, you may notice that a lot of the backwards compatibility titles that were announced for the OG Xbox One to be coming out this month, actually, um, a little bit, some next week and some the week after, I think, right? Um, a lot of them are Star Wars titles, and a lot of them are Star Wars titles that Assassin really loves. So that's why he had to grab his sock and uh, and go to town on himself a little bit just to just in praise. So uh, anyway, so the big hitters are obviously the Star Wars titles. There's some other ones, you know, um, Jade Empire, <laughs> Blinks, uh, Destroy All Humans. Uh, Panzer Dragoon, all these classic OG Xbox games that people were saying, oh, bring these back, bring these back. These are ones we'd actually play again. Those ones are coming back later this month, and they look actually much improved, a lot sharper. You know, these games were like 480p back in the day. These games were like standard, standard definition, maybe even 480i at the at that point. 
um, unless you had some special cables or whatnot. But these games are looking sweet now. They showed off some uh, demo footage of it. And, uh, Sasson, so tell us tell us what you're excited for in this bunch and tell us what you've uh, done in preparation other than the sock thing. Well, the sock thing didn't happen. Yeah, it did. It, it did. No. But uh, let's say I am, like, when, when the, the list came out, I guess, like, leaked or whatever. Yep. In the morning, and I thought it was so disappointing. I'm like, this is going to be terrible. I don't want to see this. And I come back, and, you know, someone tweeted out, it's like, this is not the full list. So, I, you know, I started, you know, getting my, not tinfoil hat, what a thinking cap on. Yep. And yep. I'm like, what, what, what can they possibly bring? You know, I'm like, I would love the Star Wars Battlefront games, but I have a feeling since... Those games, like the the newer versions, just came out. They're not gonna do that. That's just gonna, you know, whatever. And then all these titles came out, and Star Wars Battlefront Two, One, um, oh my God, I forget the others. Jedi Starfighter, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, and all these other ones. And I just, I got so excited because Star Wars Battlefront One and Two are like my top two games of all time. Yeah. To this day, so obviously after I saw this, you know, you guys heard I'm like, oh my god, to these guys and Twitter, and I was so happy. I am buying them all except one. Cost me sixty bucks. So sixty bucks for how many games in total, though? I bought five. Okay, but some of them are, you know, and we get in comments in the chat. David says how Battlefront one and two work if if the servers have been down and and multiplayer doesn't work. But those are fun sometimes in single player, you know, against bots and stuff. Oh, yeah, the, the, those games weren't like made for multiplayer. Like they had multiplayer aspects, but out of like the millions of hours I put into the game, probably like sixteenth of those hours were in multiplayer. Really? Okay. All right. But um, but also like you know, out of those five games, a few of those are. You know, single player mainly experiences. So, I think the Star Wars news. I mean, let me bring up the the full list here. But the Star Wars games like Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, single player. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, single player. Um, Jedi Starfighter. I don't think I've ever played Jedi Starfighter. It, it, it's fun. It's on uh, PS4 now. So, oh, okay, one of those old ones. In Republic Commando, single player. Great game. It, it actually has multiplayer. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I don't think I've played the multiplayer, I've but... never played it. I don't think the servers are even up. Yeah, see, that's the thing. And, and you know, David, as you make a point, when I first heard about the Battlefront stuff, you know, me personally, I was a multiplayer gamer on those things. Like, I had those on PS2 and uh, played multiplayer extensively on those. And I you know, see your point there. But at the same time, I mean, those games do have, you know, single player type aspects that are good. And most of the Star Wars games that were announced as backwards compatible are single player games. So um, people are looking for single player content. Granted, people are looking for new single player content. Uh, this is going to be fresh for a lot of people. And I think, um, you know, I don't know if you saw Assassin, like the comparisons of the OG Xbox versions of like Battlefront oh, yeah. and stuff. I, to I the was new- not, I guess you could say I was blown away. Like, I was just watching, 
literally like a half hour ago. I just watched the video back just to just to see again because I was you know excited. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it looks fifty times better. Yeah, it's it's quite an improvement, and it's you know. It it may not be like the Red Dead Redemption improvement from like 720p to 4K, like we are going to talk about in a minute. But it may, but it's 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 an improvement. It's a lot sharper. You know, obviously it shows its age a little bit in terms of graphics, like textures and stuff. But I mean, it is brought up to resolutions that are you know very acceptable in today's day and age. And those games, you know. You know, you don't stop playing like Super Mario Brothers One because it's old as shit. You know, what I mean, these <laughs> games are old, but they're still very good. So, um, I used to play like a lot of the PC versions, and it, it seems to be closer to like at least looking like that. I haven't been back to the PC in a long time. Time those games, but it was hard to go back to the PS2 because it looked awful. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a good point because you know. It, it's like, you know, back in the day, it was obvious that consoles weren't close to PC, right? Like, people weren't even trying to make that comparison. Obviously, you know, that's where PC Master Race got its kind of, uh, like, origination. That That's, like, where people gamed if you wanted the best quality. And consoles were, you know, for casual players. But now, you know, everyone's, like, comparing Xbox One X and PS4 Pro to, like, PC rigs and what you have to spend on a PC to get similar heart, uh, graphics and all that kind of stuff. But now, like... For people that remember these games on console, you're going to get closer to that like PC Elite experience that you know that existed, but you may not have been able to achieve, and now you're able to get those. And so you really will be playing the games like was intended, essentially, from the dev for you know the, the higher end of, of how they should be played. So. And I'm assuming when Battlefront 2 launches in two weeks, the DLC should be available for purchase. So if you don't have, you know, if you haven't played it on the Xbox, there's some kind of to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Willing to spend the five bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it kind of sucks that these games aren't like, I don't know, like you can't like pre-order these games digitally. I don't think. Um. No. And, like, are any of these games going to be available digitally? I think probably all of them. I mean, I thought, there's a bunch of copies, like, on Amazon. They're just so expensive. Right, like, right. Uh, I got lucky. If you go to GameStop, you can get a few of these very cheap. They haven't raised the price. So you can get, like, Battlefront 1 for 5 bucks. I think it was Republic Commando for, like, 8 Stars Battlefront 2 is still 20 which is quite excessive. Right. Um, for an old game, and then I think the Jedi Knight one or whatever is fifteen. Right, um, right. And then you go on Amazon; they're close to sixty. Some even a, a few hundred. <laughs> this is like Clowns' favorite topic about the backwards compatibility thing. Like, as soon as this news drops, you can count on Clowns in the DMs. Like, fifteen minutes later, being like, "Oh, price is already gouged at like this place, that place, this place." Like, yeah. You know, it's sad because Blinks looks like a great game. I want to try it out and people on Amazon and my dog's angry right now. So I'll just explain it in a second. 
<laughs> All right. The dog is going absolutely ape shit in the background. Uh, really quick before Clowns gets that point in, David Doss wants to know how many of them are going to Xbox Games Pass next month. And I don't think any of them are, are they? Uh, I mean, we don't know what games are coming next month to Game Pass. There's a chance that some of them might. What um, what OG Xbox are in Game Pass right now? Are there ones? I, I've... I there there's I know there's one in uh, EA Access. Yep, yep. Um, yep. I think there's one or two in Game Pass. Let me see. Let me just take a quick peek. Yeah, I don't know if there are any in uh, in Games Pass. I'm checking it out right now. Let me see feature. Blah, blah, blah. Show all games. Okay. Sort by oh no, I don't want to sort by anything. Um Yeah, but while I take a quick look at that, I don't really know if there are any um Iron Games Pass. I don't think any I mean I wouldn't expect all these games games pass. That'd be ridiculous. They do want to sell some copies. But um Probably and, the least popular ones will uh, be in Game Pass. Yeah, I mean even if we got like one really really good one, like if we got Jade Empire or Panzer Dragoon or something like that in in Games Pass, I would be pretty happy. Oh yeah, look at that! Ninja Gaiden Black is in Games Pass, and that's Xbox OG. Um, yeah, but I would I would I would like to say that one of them, one of the big hitters, should probably be in Games Pass because they need like a good thing every once in a while. And I know State of Decay is coming, and State of Decay is looks and plays incredibly. Um, I know that is coming, but they need some, they need some good, like variety to games pass to, to get some of the diehards over there. Um, yeah, clowns, is your dog still going apeshit or? No, he's calm right now. I think Blink's really upset him a little bit, but yeah, so I was checking Amazon and the prices went up from like $5 to like 25 to 59 to 62 on some of these titles. And even like I know you click on that use buy from link, and even those have gone up from that price. So game, <clears throat> well, I guess I could say it's all our listeners, but GameStop has some that are still pretty cheap compared to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, just gonna have to search frugal Google's old shopping site and see what you can get at a deal. Right. Or uh, go scour the uh, the good old. Um... What do you call it? Flea markets or whatever. Get these for like quarter a piece, a buck a piece. Go to like Goodwill. Hurry up and get there because they'll probably be snatched up and resold. Goodwill, um, Salvation Army. Uh, I know the one in Seattle apparently, according to online, has like some Xbox titles that are BC pretty cheap. Yeah, so that's out there. The, a few of them were from Goodwill. Yeah. A little weird. Yeah, dude. I mean... I'm going to be checking my Goodwill. I'm not going to lie. I got a Goodwill right around the corner. I don't mind walking in there, grabbing some Xbox games on the cheap. You know, whatever. Ain't no ain't no harm in that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, so that's the OG Xbox stuff. I mean, there are some other... Let me, let me just take another quick peek at some of the other games because... I mean, SSX3, like, that wasn't my favorite SSX, so I'm not too excited for that. Uh, I think Morrowind going backwards compatible is kind of cool. Um, Conquer Live and Reloaded, obviously, very cool. Uh, Blinks is cool. But, you know, nothing nothing on this list, like, you know, the only Jade Empire and Panzer Dragon Order would make me go back and probably rebuy them. 
But, uh, you know, like I said, Republican Piano and Jedi Starfighter, like, I don't really know too much about those because I didn't really play those too much, but I would probably buy those. Yeah, I would, uh, out of both of those, I would grab Republic Commando. It is, it is very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Check that out. Um, yeah, other news coming uh, about backwards compatible, this time related to 360 games. Um, few 360 games are going to be uh, not only backwards compatible, because some of them that were announced were not... Um, but they're also going to be enhanced. So Xbox One X enhanced. And we all know from, you know, the likes of Forza Horizon and The Witcher 2 and Gears of War 3 that the Xbox One enhancements are actually very good on uh, backwards compatible titles to the point where, you know, Digital Foundry, who, you know, looks like they flipped a script on whether they favor Xbox or PlayStation mid-gen, you know, are reporting on how The Witcher 2 looks, or reporting on how these backwards compatibility titles look. They put out a video recently uh, about how awesome Red Dead looks, and uh, obviously the big hit out of the out of the announcement was was Red Dead Redemption. But some other games, you know, uh, Force Unleashed. I'm dying to see what that looks like. Uh, Xbox One enhanced Gears of War 2. If it's anything close to Gears of War 3, then I'm definitely in for that. Uh, Portal 2. Uh, Darksiders, Sonic Generations, so some a lot of uh, games that are going to be backwards compatible, or that already are getting X enhancements, which you know it's kind of a big deal. I don't know what you guys thought of that news. Did you were you guys excited about that or motivated to play these games again, or what did you guys think? Uh, I've been dying to play Portal Two. I keep on forgetting that's backwards compatible, so I I need to put that disc in and check it out. You know, actually play it again because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to get a 4K patch. I know they said it was going to get Xbox One enhanced, but I wonder if it's going to be uh, 4K or what it's going to be. But that'd be cool if it's 4K. But good. Yeah. Uh, the Forest Unleashed one, I popped uh, into my Xbox and played just a little bit. Okay. I mean, it looked good. Um, definitely better than what it used to be. So that, that's a good. No, and then Red Dead, I shot someone and I quit because it was like 11 p.m. and mm. I didn't want to play the game. Well, I must admit that I have not tried Red Dead yet in the X Enhanced version, but I am extremely excited to do so, especially, you know, it was a perfect way for Rockstar to kind of reinvigorate the the Red Dead series and, and get people excited for it again. And obviously, you know, Red Dead 2 coming out, uh, in like four, five, six months, six months, I think, um, you know, this is a good way to get people back and, and excited for it. And, you know, Red Dead Redemption never had a PC version. So this is kind of like what the PC version would have been like, you know, uh, you know, improved textures, improved, um, anisotropic filtering, you know, um, anti-aliasing, uh, obviously up to 4k, so, I mean, that game is going to look insane. I watched a few videos on it, and videos don't really do it justice. You know, YouTube kind of like, unless you're a Patreon subscriber to Digital Foundry, YouTube really doesn't do it justice because it compresses the video. But, you know, um, like Gears of War 3 looks absolutely incredible on X Enhanced. And I, people have said that Red Dead Redemption looks even better than that, which is crazy. Um, 
Clowns, any thoughts about uh, the the new X Enhanced 360 games that they announced? Um, well, I am excited for Red Dead. <clears throat> I beat that game like I don't know, like six times. Yeah. So yeah. I'll go back and take a look at it again. Hopefully, people are on the multiplayer now that it's enhanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need some achievements there, but yeah, I'd be excited to uh, dive right back in. Yeah. Um. It's you know. Red Dead is one of those games I feel like I can play over and over and over. I mean, it's a Rockstar game. It's got a compelling story. Um, you know, the, the multiplayer was actually really good. Like, I really enjoyed that multiplayer. Um, so, I, I hope you're right, Clowns. I hope people jump back in because um, I don't think I have the, all the achievements in multiplayer either. A lot of them are related to, like, stupid shit like the Liars Dice or whatever it is. And, like, that, uh, like, poker and, like, the... Russian roulette shit, like all that stuff that they had for like table games, but there were some achievements about like taking down forts and stuff like that in co-op that I don't think I have. So, um, all right, well that's I mean that's pretty much it. Let me see if I can go back to the the list and see if I missed anything for for those games. Yeah, Dark Side, as I said, Gears of War Two, Portal Two, Red Dead Redemption, Force Unleashed, Force Unleashed One, which is interesting. Um. And Sonic Generations, which was a game that was not backwards compatible, and now it's coming backwards compatible, and it is um, Xbox One enhan- X enhanced, so that's kind of cool. I'll have to check that out. I think uh, I've heard of people say Sonic Generations is one of the better Sonic games since you know the Dreamcast. So I haven't played it, but I've heard that. So I'll have to give that a try. I wonder how much that is on the open market. Um, anyway, anything else from inside Xbox that you guys thought was kind of like noteworthy? Uh, um, after the Star Wars Battlefront stuff news, I kind of just turned it off. I was like, oh my dear, like buying, 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 buying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They talked about FanFest a bit, which has changed quite a bit. And I, I could, I could talk for hours about that. So I'm not going to really get into that, but, um, you know, the Xbox One uh, or the Xbox Fan Fest at E3 has changed a little bit. Uh, the way you sign up, the way you get invited, the way that you can add, you know, a plus one if you want. Um, so, and how you get into the press event. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff has changed there. They announced all that stuff. Um, you know, other than that, I don't think it was too, too crazy. I mean, they had some uh, gameplay of like PUBG with, uh, what's his name there? Dead Mouse or whatever. That was kind of cool. That Dead Mouse helmet at PAX was pretty sick. Um, other than that, I don't think there was anything too, too crazy. But overall, it was a good show. I think it was a lot better than the first episode. But other than that, all right, moving on to what I was going to open the show with, which is apparently Game Rant ran in this article about a lawsuit that allegedly uh, – People are very upset and have grounds for suing uh, Blue Hole for uh, PUBG having cosmetic items that affect gameplay. And, you know, Blue Hole's actually admitted that, like, you know, ghillie suits and stuff like that um, and, you know, items that you can purchase do actually make you more camouflaged, which is obviously the item, the point of some of these. Um, whereas, like, in Fortnite, you know, you think of the cosmetic items and they're just like, astronaut suits and like crazy ass like parachutes and stuff like that not really stuff that necessarily you know camouflages you better or anything like that like it doesn't necessarily get you uh 
you know, it's not necessarily recognized as a huge advantage. Whereas in PUBG, some of these things, you know, the ghillie suit, obviously you're more camo, right? Or, uh, or some darker clothing, you know, if you, if you equip, you know, all, uh, dark blue clothing, or if you, you know, obviously most of, you know, a lot of times you'll start off, you'll be like naked or you'll be in a very basic outfit when you start off and then you have to, you know, pick up items and loot them. Um, but there are ways that, you know, there have been microtransactions in, in that game that, um, you know, have have allowed people to have cosmetic items that may affect whether or not they're seen easily and stuff like that. So people are complaining and and now, you know, we thought cosmetic items were kind of off limits for these kinds of lawsuits and for, you know, corporate, uh, not corporate, but uh What's the word I'm looking for? Basically, like, bitching amongst the masses. Like, everyone was bitching about, you know, the Battlefront 2 microtransactions, remember? Um, About pay to win. And people were like, oh, if it was just cosmetic items, no big deal, no big deal. Cosmetic items are totally okay. And people were kind of universally accepting that. But now, on PUBG, people are now saying that, no, cosmetic items are not okay because they do give you an advantage. So, um. So what do you guys think about this? Uh, do you guys agree with that? Or I'm just surprised this hasn't been brought up earlier because uh, obviously if you run naked, you're going to be spotted a lot easier. If you run like, you know, dark clothing and like, I mean, it's a little bit in siege. If you have someone with a huge, I think they're, I forget who it is, but he has like a neon, like it's kind of dark, but it has like some like neon stripe on it. Like obviously, if you're in a dark room, you're gonna see that first before if you see someone that doesn't have that. Um, so I mean, I feel like people should have just realized this. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's me. no, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's it's kind of like when you drop in and you're naked and it's like, obviously you're, um, you're very easily seen if you're not clothed or, you know, if, if you just drop in you're the basic outfit you have, whereas, you know, people are spending money to unlock like special clothes and stuff like that. And I guess like there's skirts and stuff you can buy in the game. And while, you know, I wouldn't want my character wearing a skirt. Sometimes these like ghillie suits and skirts and stuff like give you a little more camo. And that's what this game's about. The game's about, you know, hiding and not being seen and being the last one alive. Like that is the core gameplay of this. Whereas in Battlefront too, like with microtransactions with uh, cosmetic items, like, you know, if that were the, if that were what the microtransactions were all about at the beginning, like that's not really the core gameplay. Obviously, in multiplayer, you don't want to be seen. But the core gameplay of the, of of Battlefront Two was not like hiding and and like not being seen and just surviving the longest. Like there was an objective. Whereas in PUBG, like the objective is literally hiding and living the longest. So I see why it's kind of a big deal in this. But I'm with you, Assassin. Like this was this has been a big deal since the game has been has existed and since microtransactions were a thing in the game. So I don't, I don't understand why all of a sudden people are bitching, but. Well, and then now they're, I think they put out uh, blue hole, put out that you're going to see like different, like color clothing or something. So everyone like matches, but now you're going to spend like, there's going to be that one rare piece of clothing on PC that you spent hundreds of dollars on. And other people are going to see it like green, like mm-hmm. call of duty. does this little bit going to be like green or something like you just spent a hundred dollars on a 
decent pair of clothing, but it's no one's going to see the correct color. Right, only you're going to see it. Yeah, what the hell's the point of that? <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Um, and like I'm reading this article, I was I was reading this article earlier, but I'm just skimming it again on VentureBeat. Somebody wrote about how he. Uh, like spent almost a hundred bucks on microtransactions, and he wouldn't. Re- he would do it again. And he doesn't regret it at all. And he talks about how he can like sell items on Steam. Like he's like he ended up he ended up selling a lot of the items he earned that he didn't want. Like he got a pair of white sneakers and sold it for twenty two bucks, and then he sold another pair for like twenty bucks. And then he talks about how he sold a camo cap for ten bucks and a tracksuit top for eleven bucks. Like. I didn't even know you could do that shit. And I guess you can. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's why uh, the loot boxes on the Xbox version are utter crap because they took that into account on the PC version, but not the Xbox version because you can't do that on Xbox. Right, right, right. Man, I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah. Shit. If you watch like any PUBG video, a lot, well, not everyone, but most of them, they're like, go here. You can earn PUBG coins to. Enter in this weekly giveaway to earn the bandana around your neck. I've seen <laughs> so many of those, and it's just like, just shut up. I'm, I'm not here to go on a website. I want, you know, some weird voice chat, you know, things that you see because they're quite hilarious. What people, you know, figure out what they could do. Like, Bear Claw saw one where someone was playing music and everyone was dancing. I don't know. It's, it's funny and interesting. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clowns. You're the one who kind of like brought this to our attention. Um, I don't know whether or not you agree or disagree with this lawsuit thing and with this being a huge deal, but uh, tell us what do you what do you think about it? Um, <clears throat> well, anything that affects gameplay, I think, should be more upfront and more disclosed. So, I mean, I don't know if the lawsuit's even going to succeed. It it just sounds like a bunch of angry people. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very least, maybe they'll just be more upfront about items affect the game. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, once you play the game a couple times, you realize that, you know, that is really going to affect it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you drop in, you're, you're naked, you realize, like, you are legitimately naked, and that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a problem. And, and you see looting items, like, you run into a building... And I'm sure that one of the first things you're going to loot is, like, pants and, like, a jacket or, like, a, a baseball cap or something like that, right? You see that kind of stuff. So you know that that's, like, an item you want to grab and an item that you should use to your advantage. Like, everything's on the ground to your advantage. It's not like, it's not like in this game there are items on the ground that are, like, to your disadvantage. You know what I mean? They're not, like, items on the ground that are, like, poison or, like, cigarettes or, like, alcohol. Like, it, everything that you loot has some sort of advantage to it. And so like, this is why I think what assassin said is so brilliant because it's like, once you get in, you see that kind of stuff on the ground. How do you not know it's an advantage? You know, beforehand, like you don't really know, you know, you buy the game, you know, you grab it. If you're, if you haven't watched it on YouTube, you haven't watched streaming, you grab the game, you jump in, you don't really know. Like, you're just like, oh, okay, I'm naked. Great. Like, you know, what, whatever. But, you know, you look at those microtransactions like crates and they talk about what's in the crates and it's like, oh, cosmetic items. You're like, oh, okay, well, it's like any other game with cosmetic items. All right, well, not a really a big deal. I'm not into cosmetics. Like, you know, one of the good friends of the show, Randall Thor 19, he's always like, oh, I'm not going to spend money on, on cosmetics. Cosmetics do nothing. But, 
you know, once you drop into this game and play it a few times, you realize cosmetics are a vital part of the game, you know? Um, I just read this, but uh, I guess because everyone's complaining about this, they removed all the clothes uh, spawning in the map. No way! Yep. Wow. <laughs> way to nip Fair it right enough. in the bud, Blue Hole. Like... <laughs> it, it's, it's in the test server right now. So there's literally going to be no clothes on the ground at all? Yeah. Wow. What, are they going to like take clothes out of the game? Like That's ridiculous. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to do that because you know, people are going to buy them and you know, it's right. money. Right. They're, because it's such a huge advantage now that uh, you know, it wasn't eight months ago. But Yeah, no, all of a sudden it is, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. David uh, says white t-shirt is a disadvantage. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Like, if it's really sunny, you know, sometimes white t-shirt will help you blend in, you know? Um, and, you know, white, white t-shirt will... I don't know. I can't make another excuse for it. But sometimes white t-shirt isn't necessarily a huge disadvantage. But that I will give you that that is probably the closest thing that is a disadvantage in the game. Um... Like, it's not like you pick up, like, you know, something that makes you just, like, scream all the time or, like, you know, some games, like, you'll pick up something where you're, like, constantly making noise, you know, um, so you give away your position. Like, that doesn't exist, but I bet you the white t-shirt's probably the closest thing to a disadvantage, but in some situations, it's not. Um, David S. says they're changing it because they want it to be in par with the mobile version, with the free version. Um... They take money from cosmetics on mobile. Yeah, I haven't really checked out the mobile version too much. Uh, Assassin, you downloaded the mobile version, didn't you? I did. I played it and realized mobile games suck ass and I installed it and went back to Twitter. <laughs> there you go. Dude, the mobile Fortnite is actually not too terrible, if I'm being honest. But it's just on uh, Apple devices. iOS, yeah. yeah. As far as I know, it's still just on Apple, yeah. Like, I played it on my iPad. I thought it was actually very, very good. Um, it's less. It's not as good on my phone. It's really cramped, and, and it's hard to see a lot of stuff on the phone. But on, on the mobile, it's on the iPad, rather. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's a lot of, like, auto-aiming, though, involved. I don't know if that's the same thing on PUBG, but on Fortnite, like, there is a ton of, like, aim-locking and shit. Like, if you come within, like like a foot or a two of like the of of the player like automatically locks on you can like release your hand from the aim and, and just fire and shit it's just it's crazy um and to fire like you just press down on the screen so um a lot of like automatic weapons you over fire so you lose ammo a lot quicker and stuff like that because you're you can't really control your firing as well as with the trigger you know but um, anyway, yeah, so that's, that's the, uh, that's the cosmetics issue now, I guess. Um, we thought we were free and clear of cosmetics being an issue, but I guess it is, it is a big issue still. Um, uh, yeah, I'm with clowns. I'm, I'm curious to see whether or not this lawsuit really, uh, takes off and whether they actually get some settlement from this, but, um, according to Assassin, they're, they're already taking some, uh, some steps to kind of, you know assuage the the problems of the people that are bitching about this thing because they don't want to lose more players like fortnite is 
Fortnite is really like taking off and and taking a lot of players from PUBG, and they don't want to lose more people because of of bitching like this. So, so that's that. That's the PUBG thing. All right. Next, we'll uh, we'll talk about. I think this is Assassins. Like, even though the Battlefront stuff in the in the um, Star Wars backwards compatibility on OG Xbox was a huge deal. I think this is Assassin's biggest news topic of the week, and that's the release of Hellblade. Now, Assassin, I didn't really figure that this is going to be a game you'd play, but you grab this, you already beat it, and you can't stop talking good about it in DM, so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an amazing game. Uh, right now, if you buy it, uh, if they reach a certain goal, 50,000 copies, uh, they'll donate 25,000 to charity. And then if, I think if they double that or something like that, then they do 50,000 for charity. So I recommend people you know, buy it on the Xbox, but I mean, other than that, I mean, the game is, is really good. I would, I wasn't really expecting to like it too much. I know Clown said that he met a few people that, or talked to a few people that didn't like it, so I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be good. And then, you know, I started up, I'm like, okay, this is, this is interesting, and I play more and more, and, like, the puzzles in the game aren't, like, difficult, like, they're, they're going to annoy the crap out of you. I think they're, know just the right amount of difficulty to enjoy it you know but not easy well some of them are super easy but not easy enough to be like what am i doing um and then like the combat in the game is i guess a little like rise and some a little like dark souls you have to roll a lot sometimes and um i mean it's a lot of fun it's a little i got i got it's hard to get used to when there was like more than one enemy because you know they'll be behind you and it's hard to see them. But you, you get used to it and it just turns into a uh, a fun time. Yeah, you know, like when when this game came out last year on PC and PS4, I bought it on PS4 uh, when it came on sale the first time, and I intended on playing it, and then kind of like push it back and push it back and push it back and. Now that it's out on Xbox One, like I was gonna rebuy it, but I said, you know what the hell? I'll just play it on X. I'll play more of it on PS4. I played just like, whoa, what was that? Do you hear that? Tornado testing. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Stay safe. Um. Anyway, so oh yeah, it's just testing, right? It's just tornado testing. Yeah. Wow, great. During the podcast, incredible. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, bought it on PS4. Uh, obviously, like, was really impressed with the graphics. You know, it's 1440p on PS4 for most of the time. Very, very small amount of dynamic scaling going on. Just like on Xbox, it's 4K with a small amount of dynamic scaling, uh, bringing it down just a bit. Um, but I was like, this game's not really for me. Like, I, I thought that it looked cool. I thought the combat, like, you're right. It's a lot like Rise. A lot like what the new God of War looks like a bit. Um, yeah. So I thought that, you know, that aspect was cool, but I thought the, you know, the whole, like, she hears voices and, and, you know, the whole, you know, like the voices coming from every direction, like guiding oh, you and what to do and all that stuff. Like, I thought that, that was like a little too freaky for me. I wasn't going to really like that, but man, is that good? Man, does that really work? Yeah. I love that. They took uh, a mental illness and to approach to like such a great game because, a lot of people, you know, are like, oh, mental illness, this is, you know, just go away, you're, you're not, a, you know, you're, you're not 
hate to say this, but you're, like some people are like you're you're not you know good enough to be you know talking to us or you know you, you yeah no you're absolutely lot. right no you're you're absolutely and, right and then you play a game like this where some you hear voices like it could be in front of you or behind you left ear right ear um, there's other details into it that I don't want to like it, it kind of gets into spoiler territory so I don't want to go into that but mm-hmm. like after you like kind of realize this illness it kind of make makes the game more interesting mm-hmm. like there's a like I, there's a documentary type thing of how like they made the game and a little bit about the illness I recommend watching that after you beat the game because like you don't realize that what's going on in the game with you know that illness and it just it I don't know, changed like the way I look at the game a little bit and I it just it made me think about it and just it was a lot cooler that I just experienced something like that right right and I you know a lot of people said that when this game was kind of like up for game awards last year uh, during the game awards it I think it won a couple of awards for you know the audio styling and all that which it totally deserves by the way because it's an audio masterpiece and I would argue the audio is even better than the visuals even though the visuals are very very good um I think the audio is like nothing I've ever heard in a video game um but I think a lot of people kind of argued that it got attention because of the mental illness aspect. Like you're right. A lot of people downplay mental illness and a lot, especially in video games. Like a lot of people will downplay that, but a lot of people recently, like it's kind of gotten trendy to like pay attention to that kind of thing recently. I feel. Um, so I think a lot of people were like, Oh, this game really doesn't deserve all the praise it's getting. Like it's, it's a cool game, but you know, they're just giving a praise because of the mental illness aspect. But I think you're absolutely right. I think, you know the the fact that there it does have a mental illness aspect actually adds to like the experience of it. You know, makes it well, like the whole really- game. Like just listening to like the documentary, the whole game's based around it. Like it's not just this thing that they you know they had this game and then they added it. It was like they had this idea of bringing this illness and then create a game around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. No, I thought that that was cool. Yeah, no, that's an awesome point, and it's it's true. Like, you know, the whole point of this was was the mental illness. It wasn't like they created this whole, uh, you know, like atmosphere. They created uh, Senua. They created all that, um, you know, all the gods and everything. They didn't. They didn't just like come up with that and then add like, okay, well, this would be a cool way to experience the game that'll make us different. You know, it was it was right at the front of the of the focus, and I think. That makes it really like something everyone should like try to experience because there's no other game that's really like it. So, um, if just for that, I think you should check it out. Especially, it's only twenty seven bucks. You know, for right now, not anymore. It's thirty. Oh, really? It was was for for pre-order. You get ten percent off. No, I think it is. Hold on, let me go. Are you one hundred percent on that? I know it was at least for pre-order because I bought it for twenty seven, but. It's normally thirty. All right. Well, I take a look on that. Uh, let me let me just fact check that real quick. Clown, you got anything to say about Hellblade? I know you tried just a little bit of it, so you don't really. Uh, you I haven't, haven't, to be honest with you, I haven't really played it. Yeah. Um, I just haven't had time. Yeah. But I take Assassin's word for it because I know he's pretty picky, and you know if he likes something, it's probably got to be really good. And a few like achievements. I mean, you can always get the full one thousand one playthrough. Yeah, so that's uh, our uh, our resident, um, you know, 
mainstay guest of the program that is the the achievement master if you will randall thor 19 good friend of the show uh he even says you know like if you bought this on ps4 you may you might as well just rebuy it because you know this on ps4 plus this again on xbox is really like a full 60 anyway which is worth that by the way uh in my opinion from what i've played uh and so you know it's worth it just to grab the achievements again because the achievements are you know fairly straightforward nothing like too grindy um so i mean a lot of people are looking for games to boost their achievements like that's a huge thing and a lot of people play some really shitty games to do it and this is a great game that you could play to do it so you might as well get a good game to do it you know um by the way it is still 10 percent off it is 26.99 and it that is until uh, the 17th of April. So you have just a little under a week to get it 10% off. Then it's back up to 30. So, but even 30, like 30, this is a steal 30. Come on. Yeah. I feel like they could have put it at like 40 and it would still sell. I don't think it like can be considered $60 type because it is. I mean, it's not that short. Long. Yeah. It's short. Yeah. What did um, you say? Like seven like hours, six, six hours, six, seven. But I mean, I was looking around because there's, the last two many is for like collectibles, which I think the collectibles are pretty good in the game. They, mm-hmm. uh, you, when you look at them, they they give you like, I don't know if it's actually like history, but like at least in the game, like they tell you some stories and I they're, they're yeah, it's like I feel like the collectibles are extremely lore related in a way that you don't just want to skip it. Like in other games, you have collectibles that you have to read like a letter or some shit. Like they do that in like Wolfenstein or uh, like Call of Duty. Well, not really Call of Duty, but um, Far Cry, they even have it. Like some of the collectibles are just like letters to people. And it's like, I don't give a shit about this. You know what I mean? A lot of people will just skip that. They'll, They'll get it for collecting sake. But... The way it's presented in this, like the look mechanic and the way you like kind of lock on and focus in, it's almost like you want to listen to that. You know, I mean, you want to pay attention to that. And then you kind of get hooked on listening to it and kind of getting trapped in the lore a little bit. And the lore is like very related to what's going on in the game at that time. So it's not just like random bullshit um, like it happens in other games. It's like it, it's something that is is related to the the mission, if you will, it's not really mission based game, but, uh, you know, the trajectory of the, of the linear kind of game, it is, it is linear, you know, uh, to a point there are a few like offshoots, like in the first section you can go after, uh, like the fire guy, or you can go after the, the one, what's the other guy's name? I can't remember. I forget, it's been so long. but he does like illusions. Illusions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, the map will like change if you go through certain sections of it and, and follow them around and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they're cool mechanics, really cool mechanics. Of the game, I would, I would very highly recommend it. Um, and you can, and what's cool about it is that now it's on Xbox. It's 4k. If you want the visuals, uh, and enhanced, uh, textures and all that stuff, or you could, or you can go for the 60 FPS experience. But personally, um, I play this at 30. I have no problem I, playing at 30. I recommend actually putting it to 60. I, I changed it about halfway, and it was just so smooth. Really? I, right. I just, yeah, I just loved uh, how smooth it was. I don't know. All right. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. I haven't even turned it on, but, like, I feel like if I'm playing a game and I'm enjoying it at 30, it's not, you know, like, action, adventure. It's well, yeah, like, I mean, enriched visuals and stuff, like, 
the game looks great. Incredible. But yeah. then you put down the frame rate one. The game's, at least on the X, it, I mean, it still looked fantastic. So I'm like, do I want, like, a little bit better textures or do I want, like, an extra 30 FPS and still have an amazing-looking game? Right, right, right. Yeah, so uh, either way is cool, for sure. Um, da- UK Dazzrus in the chat says he loves collectibles, gives games more lifespan. Well, in this one, uh, man, like, usually that's true, but in this one, I feel like the collectibles are like kind of obvious for the most part, like 80% of them I'd say that I've seen are are pretty obvious to the point where it's like, it's kind of something you would do anyway. Um, Like it's not like you have to really go out of your way to get them, but I mean, that is a good point. It's true. Like in this this game, if you miss some of the collectibles, um, you know, you're going to want to go back and go grab them, but uh, which is true in any game really. But, uh, this game, I feel like I would want to actually get them for getting them sake, not get them just to get the you know achievements and stuff. Because they are they are actually really cool. Um, all right, anything else on uh on Hellblade? I think that's pretty much it. Twenty seven bucks. Assassin already said about the charity thing, so make sure you grab it pretty soon because uh, they are donating to mental illness charities. If you buy it on Xbox, um, I think we got like a couple weeks to do that. It's the first week. Um, oh, it's the first week. Uh, April 18th. April 18th. So that's technically... What is that? That's technically two weeks, isn't it? Because the game came out on Tuesday, right? April 18th. Like a week and a day. Okay. I believe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so I don't know what the significance of April 18th is, but whatever. Um, I so, think they just, you know wanted to celebrate their game coming out and be like, hey, it's on sale and hey, we're giving money to charity. Yeah, Mental which, Health America is the charity, by the way. Which I I hope it makes it, but they posted because the, they have a graph out. They posted it earlier today. and like It was not even a fourth way to, to the first. I know. Milestone. That's so ridiculous. so disappointing. Like, everyone's like, I want, you know, these mature single-player games that PlayStation has, but then one that, you know, I consider, if, if it came out the same time as PS4, a Game of the Year contender, um, at least for me, um, and no one's supporting it. Like, obviously, if they make another game, it's going to go PS4 exclusive for the first, you know, right. few months. Right, right. people are not supporting it. Right, right. Yeah, people bitch about why they why games like this don't come, you know, same time simultaneous release. Well, here's your answer. Like <laughs> people are just not buying it as much as they should. I mean, this is this is a game and I'll reiterate, this is a game that was at the Game Awards last year and won multiple awards. I at least one. I thought maybe two for audio. This is a transcendent game for audio and people are not adopting it nearly as quickly as I would have thought. And, you know, the whole chart thing was definitely, and and I don't know if you think otherwise, but I think it definitely was a, was like a, not a stunt, but uh, it's definitely like a thing that they expected to kind of, you know, do well on, you know, they kind of, they were said they were going to do updates every day or something like that. And they expected yeah. the updates to, I bet you they expected the updates to eclipse at least the first um the first mark by now you know like or even fi- just close like yeah yeah within a few thousand at least but not like i forget how much it was but it was it was 
bad. Yeah, it wasn't very like, good. Really sad. Yep, it was not very good. And I saw a comment on like Twitter, and someone's like, "Oh, Xbox." I, I think it was an Xbox standard. Like, we don't buy these games. We like multiplayer. I'm like, oh, come geez, on, man, man. Like, you, you, no one, like, no one's happy. It's like you complain. There's too many multiplayer games. You want single player. Games. You get single player games. Oh, there's, there's just many multiplayer now. It, it's not worth thirty because no multiplayer. Right. Right. Ridiculous. And by the way, for anyone who may be like, oh, why are they doing a U.S. Uh, charity? I believe they did a U.K. charity when they did it for PlayStation. Yeah, they did one, and I think they passed it by a lot. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. And this is why people, we can't have nice things on Xbox. Cannot have nice things. Apparently. Uh, Clowns is dogs, apparently. Daz is being like, is it time, Clowns? And Clowns is dealing with his dogs right now like crazy, apparently. Um, so, anyway, I'm sure once those dogs calm down, Clowns will chime in. This is actually a good topic to talk about while Clowns' dogs are getting rowdy because he hasn't really played Hellblade a lot, but I'm sure we'll revisit Hellblade in the future. I hope they make another one. Like, I haven't played the game yeah, all the way so through, good. so I don't really know if, you know, the ending kind of, like, closes it off. But uh, I do hope that they make another one or, like, a spinoff or, or something because I think the game is actually very, very good. Even without the, even without the like, mental awareness thing, I think even the combat and the, and the puzzling and all that stuff, I think it's pretty good. Um, but you definitely want to play it with headphones on. That is that is a closing remark on that. You definitely want to play with headphones on. Um, even say it like you started off like recommends headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's Hellblade. A couple other topics for uh, tonight. Um, really quick. The division, I guess. I guess people forgot about this because. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it on Twitter. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it on YouTube. I don't see a lot of streams of it. I don't hear a lot of, uh, you know, positivity around this. But maybe that's because the Division 2 has already been announced and people are kind of over the Division. I don't really know. Um, But the Division got an update today, update 1.8.1 for uh, the Xbox One X patch. And I guess uh, some drop rate things have changed i guess there's a few other changes to the game but the big thing for for us xbox gamers would be uh the fact that you have 4k improved reflections higher uh anisotropic filtering higher um higher aa higher shadows detail a lot of improvements visually um now i don't know about the frame rate because i haven't tried it out but assassin tried it out for a little bit earlier today do you think it's a big improvement or is it just kind of like a a fresh coat of paint um i mean the original xbox version i think looked pretty solid i mean it wasn't the best looking and you know started it up wasn't expecting much um and i mean it, it looks good um i mean there isn't really much to say other than I haven't played it much. I went back to Hellblade after I started it up, but I mean, it looked good. Um, hope to maybe play the game a little bit more with some people because it's not as fun without people. And, right. Uh, check out like the dark zone because that's I feel like where the game shines because it's you know a lot more you know 
clutter and fires and everything else compared to like the main one over there's right right cars and stuff right right (laughs) yeah the i feel like there's been a lot of there's been a lot of revision to the dark zone to make it you know just right and i feel like a lot of people kind of um have given up on the game to the point where i think uh, a lot of people aren't willing to jump back in for some of the good updates that they've done. I mean, look at this thing. I mean, the, the slide that we have isn't even is barely half of the roadmap that they have for this game. I mean, they're they're looking to improve this game. They're looking to make it relevant again. I mean, Ubisoft is you know that's what they've been doing. I mean, look at Rainbow Six. They've been improving that. Look what they're doing with Wildlands. Uh, you know, they they've got I think like four more. Uh, P- like uh, updates with content for Wildlands planned. Um, I you know they they're looking to make their games relevant for a long period of time. And who w- I mean, why wouldn't they, right? But I think a lot of people kind of just wrote this game off and you know wrote off the Dark Zone because people were pissed that you lost a lot of your stuff and people were pissed that you know uh, it was easy to get ganged up upon and this that and the other thing and. And and there's been some improvements that people should check out, and you know beyond this X update. Like I think I thought this X update would get people like really interested to try it again. You know I thought it really would get people back into it. They've been waiting for 4K, they're waiting for this game to really look really really good. Yeah. But maybe it's like you said, Assassin. Maybe you know maybe people already thought the game looked good enough. Like you know I know I know 4K is really the buzzword around the X, but. You know, maybe people were like, "Oh, well, it didn't really look terrible in the in the first place." So, you know, maybe this isn't really that big of a deal. So, yeah, but you're also forgetting that a bunch of people were just pissed off at the like because the game like died off like the first week that it, that it came out, and no one wants to go back because of that first experience, right? Like, week experience, right? Right? Yeah, I mean. Like I've said in the podcast before, it's it's one of those situations where, uh, you know, first impressions really will get you. I mean, look at Battlefront Two. Like that game. Look how many people are online on, on Battlefront Two that say on, on Twitter that are like, Battlefront Two is an excellent frigging game. Like if it did not have that negative press at the beginning, it would be like one of the top selling multiplayer games as gen. Um, yeah. I mean, look how well the first game did, and the second game improves on the first game. Like tenfold if not more so uh yeah, the there are updates that they just put out with the, the skill points and everything like the game is a lot better like i enjoyed it at lunch but now i think it's more fun to you know get skill points and level up everything it just adds more time because you don't have to just buy a crate and level up the enforcer you have to actually use the enforcer or dark mob to get them level up so much more right fun right right um, Sobsky says he's been playing Wildlands. He thinks that's good. He's gonna try Division tomorrow. He heard it looks really great. That's cool. I haven't really heard anything about it, man. I really haven't. Like, I, you know, Assassin told me it, it looked good, and that was about it. You know, it looks better, obviously. Um, but uh, you know, I haven't heard anybody talking about you know the game being better. Like this drop rate news. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know that was part of this update really until I read a little bit more on uh, WCCF Tech. I read they they had a nice little article about what the what the update was going to include and uh you know PlayStation 4 Pro has had a pro update for quite a long time um 
you know, they had it at 1660p. The PlayStation 4 Pro has been, you know, for months. Uh, and apparently, you know, this update's got like a couple of new legendary missions, some new global events, uh, classified and division tech drop rates have been significantly modified. Um, but you know, everyone just talks about the X update and in the, in the visuals and, um, you know, maybe people aren't too into that. Maybe people want some content, uh, but the content is coming. I mean, if you look at this roadmap, I, I know I don't have the whole roadmap here, but if you check out the entire roadmap, you will be, I think you'll, if you're into the division, you'll be impressed with it. I'm kind of impressed, but, um, I don't know. I don't have it on Xbox anymore. I want a copy on PC. So I've been checking it out on there. Uh, if there was like a 60 FPS option on Xbox, I would be like all over that. Cause I played it on PC and getting like a hundred frames per second on my PC. It's just like, man, this is how division should be played. But, I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it out of the library, Assassin, so we can play it. Some division on Xbox. Um, Super Cooper says he's been playing the division all day. Drop rate for exotics and division tech is way better. But the visual update isn't that impressive because it already looked good. Yep. I mean that's that's what Assassin's been saying, man. I think that's. I think that's why people aren't talking about it because people are more impressed with stuff like Red Dead. You know what I mean? People are like, oh wow, Red Dead. Look at the improvement on that. Like that really stole the thunder this week. Um, I mean, that had the biggest improvement, I think, over Division. Like, oh, yeah. Like, 720p to 4K and all this other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the Vision, I think, on Xbox One ran at, like, at best, like, 900p, I think. I don't think it ever ran at 1080p. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I, it was, like... Oh, no. I thought a lot of people said 1080. Really? Hold on, let me check. I don't think it was 1080. I thought it was 1080. I, I thought it was 999. Um, Xbox One. Um, poor clowns is like battling his dogs right now. He's still on mute. Yeah, I'm sort of here. They're quiet for this second. All right, did you check out the division, or you care about it now that this update came out? Been a big division fan, and I've always sworn that Assassin should get back into the division. Um, such a great game so underrated it's beautiful survival dlc is like dlc of the year 10 out of 10 on that mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's a great game man and it's great to see that they're doing this and just wish they would add more story to it yeah i think this is a i think this is a thing that ubisoft is gonna like hang its laurels on i think this is a thing that ubisoft is gonna kind of like be known for as a dev is continually supporting games and like look at that as you will you may look at that negatively and say oh that's games as a service blah 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 but i think ubisoft is like genuinely interested in in supporting their games long term now say what you'll about far cry 5 being shallow or shitty or the story is shit or whatever but like if you look at some of their other stuff like wasn't great out of the gate but they're working on making it better like wildlands you know to me personally wasn't that great out of the gate but they're definitely working on making it better, and they're definitely looking to release some content. Uh, don't even get me started on, on Rainbow Six Siege. Like that was a mess out of the gate, in my opinion. And now, even though I don't play it a lot, it's it's you know a lot. A lot of people say it's it's much improved, though. Even though you know I still don't like the hitbox and a lot of that kind of stuff. But uh, I mean, look at how that game has grown. Um, you know, and I think I think that uh, you know the division. I think they really have an opportunity with the division two to kind of 
kind of like go against what Destiny 2 did. You know, Destiny 2, you know, essentially not a lot of people play that anymore. People are kind of pissed about, you know, how uh, all, all this stuff was promised and not a lot was delivered. But I think Division 2, I think Ubisoft has a chance to really, really deliver on it. Um, and I think that's part of why this whole roadmap or whatever for the original Division game kind of exists because they're kind of like trying to say, look, 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 we're trying to improve this. We know their problems. We want to support this game. We want to prove that we support these kind of games so that, you know, uh, the quote-unquote endgame problem that existed in the original Division at launch isn't going to happen. You know, don't worry about that kind of thing now. We've changed. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. With you clowns, if they added added some more story, if they added some more, uh, you know, like cooperative things, like PvE things to do that were really compelling, I'd probably jump back into it. But... You know, a 4K update isn't going to really get me, like, back into the game like a Red Dead update would, you know? I think Red Dead, it's it's much more open world feeling, and you feel like your character makes a difference. Whereas in Division, you kind of feel like you're going from mission to mission stuff. I think, you know, that's the biggest mistake Ubisoft made with division i I think the 4k is not going to say that the game oh yeah still there yep what the heck happened the i heard i kept hearing clowns talk but the stream kind of like crashed it's it's back though so go ahead clowns what were you saying sorry no, it's just basically saying that I think with Red Dead, it's such an open world game, and you really feel like your character, John Marston, makes a difference in the world. Whereas in Division, you're going from mission to mission, and it's just like, do this, do that, kill this guy, you know, kill that guy. If they would have like made it more open, and if they would have made it more, had more content, that would have definitely set it apart, and the 4K would have healed that game tremendously. But the lack of content. A uh, 4K can't fix that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm coming from with it. Um, I know, like you are, and other people are. I love the game, but I definitely see all the cons on the game. I love the mechanics of the game. I thought the mechanics were so cool. I thought playing with you guys was cool. It's just like you know, first impressions really can kill you on stuff, yeah, especially content. You know, first impressions can really bug you. Um. And you know, I would I would like to try to get back into it because I, I think it is like better for me than Destiny. You know, I I enjoy the, the gameplay better than Destiny. But even though I know Destiny is you know, the shooting is excellent. In Destiny, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. But I I just like the feel of this game more. I like the the setting. I like the feel of it. So, um, yeah, Division Two. I'm looking to get it launched and probably get right into. Uh, Sobsky says he doesn't see why they're supporting it so much, even though the new one has already been announced. And you know what? Part of me agrees with you, but at the other point, like I kind of said already, um, I think that they're trying to prove that they're not the old Ubisoft. They're trying to prove that, um, that, that they do have some sort of pipeline 
that they're going to keep going. Like this pipeline that they're kind of introducing in Division One, they're kind of trying to say, okay, well, this is how we're going to support Division. Like this is how we're going to support the series as a whole. When you get Division Two, this is kind of how we're going to support it. So think of what we're doing now and translate that into the next game. And I think that they're just trying to set an example. Um, so, but who knows? I'll have to check it out, see what I think, but... All in all, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it, and maybe that's just because it really is just a new a new coat of paint. Um, all right, last but not least, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about this news that dropped from Mixer. Uh, granted, it is only for pro members and partners right now uh, in, in a beta sort of form, but uh, Mixer streamers are now going to be able to have access to Lightstream Studio, which is essentially a browser solution for like OBS or XSplit uh, where you can have overlays, uh, different audio sources, different effects, uh, stuff like that. So basically, if you didn't have a PC to stream and you want to stream from your... Well, you can do this on PC as well. So I don't want to say that you can't do it on PC. But if you say you're streaming from your Xbox directly to Mixer, you can authenticate your account with Lightstream and you can get access to a bunch of stuff that normally people that had capture cards with overlays could only have, you know. So now you're going to get all that kind of access and they're going to make it really easy to do right through a browser window. So you don't have to have a beefy PC. You don't have to have a strong um, processor to render stuff and, and have all this stuff kind of going all at the same time and run a bunch of apps on your computer to, to track like donations and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, so that's that's what that's what Mixer is kind of introducing. It's kind of a game changer in my opinion. Um, so uh, if you look at this slide, oh, so so uh, Josh Stein, who used to work for Microsoft, he was um, kind of like a community manager for Quantum Break back in the day. We had him on our podcast. Great guy. I've met him uh, a couple times. Clowns met him. Pax. Uh, always try to see him whenever we're at events together. Uh, he is now kind of like a front man for Mixer, and he posted this tweet about what you do to get your uh, Mixer account authenticated and how you could stream from Xbox and kind of make um, you know make it a full-fledged experience. And this is something that Assassin's been bitching about for ages. Like, whether it's Twitch, Mixer, whatever he's been streaming to, Assassin's like... Oh, man, I don't have a good enough capture card to bring into my computer, so I can't have this cool thing, that cool thing, whatever. My stream quality is shit. And a lot of people that stream from Xbox, you know, it's it, you feel kind of left out that you don't have these overlays. But it's really as simple as this. You activate, you uh, go to your Lightstream studio on PC, uh, and then you just stream. And it kind of all works together, and the end product is... Uh, you know, just a mishmash of all this stuff that you set up and you don't need any software on your PC and it kind of just works uh, in the cloud a little bit. So um, so this is kind of what it looks like right here. Uh, and it's kind of like beta form. I think they're kind of tweaking the UI a bit so that it looks a little fresher and they're trying to... Uh, make it really user-friendly and, and nothing crazy. You know, OBS Studio gets a lot of shit because it's not really too user-friendly. Um, you know, if you take a little bit, you will learn it and, you know, it'll be like the back of your hand, just like anything. But, uh, you know, this is really, really user-friendly and really easy to do. So even even someone like Assassin who needs a lot of assistance in this kind of thing can do it, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> so are you excited about this assassin? I know this is kind of like something that you've been looking forward to. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not excited because Mitch are like broken most of the time. So this is just another feature that will just break. Um, so hopefully they can get that working pretty well. But then we're also going to see a bunch of streamers with a bunch of terrible overlays because they think that they're cool. Like, I hate to say that. Like, that seems mean. But, you know, we're going to see a bunch of terrible overlays. Oh, yeah. I was hoping that we would see one from Assassin with, like, a port pop-up, like a GIF GIF or whatever whatever the proper pronunciation is these days. But, like, pop up on a screen, like, out of nowhere. Yes, yes, I I hope to see Assassin do that. I hope to, I hope this I you know Assassin I you know I hope this translates into you streaming more and coming up with some creative ideas and having like a little little shtick you know a little something something that pops up every once in a while that is like made by Tommy and made popular by Tommy and you have something I don't know like an assassin popping on screen like cutting stuff up or something I don't know I don't know. Or Tommy the the train. Tommy, the, the yeah, the the train, the Thomas the train engine. Um, um, I was looking at the website as we were discussing this and just seeing what kind of options they have, and I think you know the basic overlays that they offer are pretty cool for most streamers. Um, they also do have a thing where you can multi-stream, kind of like Mixer does already, where you can invite people to your stream. They have a multi-stream through live stream as well, so I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft tries to acquire them, but. I mean, we can even do the sassy show where he has a guest on with no mic, and he's the only one talking. There you talking go. Myself and thinking I'm absolute crazy. Maybe Ninja Theory can make a game about me. Maybe. Maybe. That, was, that was that was the best Four Guys Recorders episode ever. <laughs> it was actually wasn't that on the division also. Or was that a different game we were talking about? Was it? I don't think it, I don't think it was I, a division. I, 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 I could be. It could like have been. been. It seems like a division kind of thing. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, yeah, no, but it's, but in all seriousness, like this, I think this is going to open the door for a lot of people because a lot of people kind of give up on streaming because, you know, you have a basic stream from your Xbox. It's not really like, you know, it, you have to be a really, really compelling personality to uh you know to stream with just a very basic setup and get away with it you know like people are looking for professionalism in their streams nowadays and um unless you're like very very compelling uh you really can't get away with just streaming from your xbox and being really successful and a lot of people want to take the next level but don't have the money don't have the resources don't have the access to you know like high bit rates for instance you know what i mean like as you add more of these elements you have to increase your bit rate um and you have to you have to have a higher upload speed and now it looks like all this stuff is going to kind of be taken care of in the cloud so you're not going to really need that you know um so it really simplifies all of that all those aspects not only like you know how to place the overlays and how to incorporating them into your stream but also you know like technical aspects like what kind of upload speed you need or uh whether or not my stream is dropping or i'm getting jitter and all this kind of stuff like it's very it takes the very basic streaming from xbox adds some cloud elements and just puts it all together in a way that i think um is gonna make a lot of streamers become more popular as they should be you know a lot of a lot of streamers get 
don't don't make it far because they don't have the access to this kind of stuff or the knowledge. But uh, it's gonna really help. It's gonna help. Daz says he's very unprofessional. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, you know, some people want to be. You know, what I mean, like if some people can get. You know, Daz, you're you're a very compelling personality, and if you want to be unprofessional, like that could be your shtick, and you can get away with that, and, and so that could make you successful. But some people are like. Oh man, I really just need a nice overlay to get me to the next to the next step to get me to over the hump and and really get noticed and stuff like that and um, and that's what Mixers kind of has the capability to do, you know. Yep, just don't be one of those guys. I I absolutely hate this where they have like this bar of like for donations, how much money they need and how much they're at. I can't stand seeing those like. I'm sorry, I'm not here to watch your money go up. I'm here to watch your game and you. Not in a creepy way, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah, but, it uh, sounds like it. it. sounds creepy. Uh, well, you, you know what I mean. Like, I know. Some you mean, people yeah. have it so big. Like, yeah. It's like a fourth of your screen. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Like, it's like new PC. For a new, new PC yeah, goal. For a new PC. Like, for you like capture card that, goal. like in your yeah put that in your like donation box underneath your stream or you know if you have like move out or whatever be like donate i'm you know trying to save up for a capture card go ahead but don't put it on your stream mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna get a lot of that now though like this is just gonna make that kind oh of stuff my easier God, yeah yeah if anyone i see that i'm following has i just Click on follow because I just don't want to see that. I'm sorry if you're you're awesome. Stream good for you, but have that done. One uh, one guy that I'm following that's uh, a really funny streamer. He had one. I'm not sure it was serious, and I didn't want to ask him and seem like a dick on stream. I was gonna DM him, but I forgot. He had one up there that was like getting kicked out of my house goal, and it was, like, $2,000, and he had, like, this, he had the donation oh. bar, and it was, like, okay, are you really getting kicked out of your house, or are you just, like, making fun of all these, you know? $2,000. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's 2000 All he needs is 2000 bucks. Uh, and now, like, can you imagine, like, that's his rent, and it just, like, drops every month, and it's, like, rent goal. Um, yeah, that'd be funny. Oh. But, uh... Yeah, any more, uh, yeah, overlays. What does it say in this tweet? Overlays, alerts, transitions. I mean, there's a lot that they're really looking to build into this thing to the point where I think it's going to actually, you know, people who have learned OBS, like Graphic Gods in the chat, he says he, you know, he could write a book on OBS now with all of he's been working on it. Uh, and a lot of people know OBS pretty well, but at the end of the day, it could be easier and, and less, you know, and more stress-free uh, and give you a lot less stress if you use this thing, you know, and people may say, okay, well, screw OBS. Like I can get the same quality, if not better with lower bit rates and less taxing on my computer. If I use this thing, you know what I mean? Um, well, that's if it works on the mixer stuff just doesn't work. Properly. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, and I think, um, you said that earlier, but I think Dad said that earlier too. Like, you know, fix mixer before you add this kind of thing. Um, which yeah, the I mean, app, um, the Xbox is an absolute mess. You watch co stream, like half the audio doesn't work, or half the videos don't work. Yeah, or the yeah. audio is not in sync with the video, or the audio is on one person, but the video won't show for them. But you'll see the audio or video for someone else. It's 
Yep. What am I watching? Yep. 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 So maybe maybe they should do that before introducing this thing. But I mean, this is like. I mean, I'm just looking at like this layout here that we have on the stream right now. I mean, this is a really cool, and this isn't live or anything. This is just a screenshot that they had in their press release. But um, this is like a really cool interface. Just really simplify it and uh, really takes all the guesswork out of it. And I am really, I got to say, I'm really impressed with it. And I'm really, you know, I'm really thinking this is a huge advantage that they have over Twitch. Like people say, okay, what, you know, why switch from Twitch? Twitch is the biggest, the best, the the market leader. And, you know, Mixer, you know, formerly Beam, you know, when it drops in the scene, people are like, this has got to be a bigger play, right? This can't be, Microsoft can't be trying to buy into the the stream game. Like, what, what are they doing with this? But they've added a few things that are just such good features. And this, I think, is like the killer feature. I think, like, if this were, if, if you're having an argument with your buddy and you're saying, oh, why would I switch to Mixer? Like, Mixer's trash compared to Twitch, right? You'd like, this is, this is a, one of those points where it's like, okay, this is what they have that Twitch doesn't. And then you're like, okay, well, you got me. You know what I mean? Oh, I wonder what Twitch will do to respond to this. Because, I mean, when Mixer came out and all this, uh, you know, easy partnership started coming out, they had affiliates come out. And you can't stream on Mixer or YouTube because that's in the uh, the contract or whatever. So I wonder what they'll do with the right. Right, let's see how they respond to this. They have to come up with something. But I think I think the whole reason that like I think the whole reason Mixer can do this is because they have the the chokehold on that like faster than light technology, you know. Um the the fact that you can interact like so quickly, the low delay and all that kind of stuff. I think that technology is somehow like mixed into this being a possibility. So I, I don't know if Twitch can actually match it really, but um but you know they're gonna have to come up with something. Isn't YouTube doing something with that? I know it was very experimental. I watched the stream we talking about it and turned it on for what was those games? Your your brother likes to play them a lot. I forget Jackbox. Jackbox, yeah, yeah. He had to turn on for that, and it seemed to work. Yeah, YouTube has like a a very experimental low latency constant bit rate mode that I've enabled on the podcast a couple times and. I mean, in my experience, it's kind of unstable, so I turn it off. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Google has kind of like the the ability to to figure it out in a way that it's not like infringing on whatever Mixer has patent wise or whatever. You know, I think I think I think yeah. YouTube is kind of figuring it out as well. But I think if any of them are kind of behind the eight ball, it's gonna be Twitch because. You know, Twitch has Amazon. Yeah, Amazon has cloud services and whatnot, but Amazon doesn't have anything even clo- remotely close to this kind of technology, or they haven't demonstrated it. At least, if they have it, then they just haven't demonstrated it. So, whereas Google, like you know, this is kind of like in Google's wheelhouse. Like Google has cloud services that are instant, that are you know, they have YouTube uh, and they're building it into stuff like YouTube TV and um. You know, so I think they'll be next, and I think Twitch is going to probably be last to to kind of like secure that kind of faster than light streaming protocol. But that's going to be a mess. We already have when like League of Legends has a huge tournament, and there's like millions of people watching or whatever. Or Twitch is a mess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they got to figure that kind of stuff out first. But 
Um, this is a really cool option, and it's gonna it's gonna really help a lot of people. I know a lot of people that stream to Mixer, and Daz says he he moved to Twitch because he Mixer crashes and he just starts talking to himself. But I know a lot of people who do stream from their Xbox to Mixer successfully somehow, and they just need something like this to take it to the next level. Um, so I'm kind of glad that this is uh this is a thing. Um, other than that, real quick, Assassin, some Minecraft news, right? Minecraft yeah. on uh, Switch is going to get Xbox Live achievements for some reason. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Um, thoughts on that, Assassin? Really quick? I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. Like, just Nintendo doesn't have achievements just to have a game with Xbox achievements. I think that's pretty cool. Even if it was like the other way around, if it was PlayStation achievements. Either way, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, but they, it's like you're gonna have to play with your phone next to you with the Xbox app because it's not. There's no way like Xbox achievements gonna pop on the Minecraft version on Switch. Like that'd be ridiculous. Oh, I mean, they could. I mean, that's it's their game. I mean, they if Nintendo allows it, they could probably have you know like an achievement like part of the start screen and then have like I. Probably Nintendo will be very picky on how they do it, but like a di- maybe a different like notification, mm-hmm. or like I think on PC it's just like, or even like Steam it just pops up like a little thing on like the screen. Like they could do just some very small like that, be like, hey, you got this. Yeah, hey, you got this. Check out your Xbox app to learn more or something like that. Like you yeah. know, directing you away from the fact that you're playing on Switch. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it if Nintendo would allow it. I mean, I think Nintendo needs. To allow it essentially, because I think you know Microsoft essentially has them by the balls because Minecraft is so popular. But um, I don't know. I don't know if Microsoft like is a company that would actually do such a thing. You know, like would would actually make them do that. I don't know, but uh, they could if they wanted to. I think. Yeah, but I don't think they would make them do anything. I mean, Nintendo was very nice enough to let crossplay. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, platforms um, yeah <laughs> like yeah i wonder who that is playstation um i, do, I would find it hilarious if sony says yes to this and, and you could get xbox achievements on the ps4 <laughs> that, would that would be great that would be great um yeah anyway other than that i think we are done uh, i'm sure when god of war comes out we'll talk about that uh, which won't even be by next week. It's the day after next week's show. So, um, but I'm sure we'll incorporate God of War some in some way into next week's show when more reviews come out. Early reviews are looking really good, so I'm get, getting really hyped for that game. Um, Assassin, you gonna pick that up? Or? I would love to. Uh, I, I miss I, these past few days with the Spider-Man release day and God of War. I'm like. I really wish I wasn't that guy who sold his PS4. I know for mincemeat, like, seemingly a mincemeat, dude. For like almost two hundred bucks. Well, so, yeah. Speaking of that conspiracy, that, that anybody popped that tweet back up when he sold it, and you're like, "Oh, best deal ever, two hundred bucks." I mean, it was at the time. It was a good deal. Like you don't see two hundred bucks, especially on the Xbox. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. I mean, it seemed like a good deal at the time, but look how many like sick games you've missed because of it. 
Wait, did you sell yours before Horizon as well? Yeah, well, oh I, my goodness, I, I still wasn't interested in Horizon even when I had my PS4. Really, I'm still okay. not even really interested in it now. Oh, that's I'm good. More interested in playing God of War and Spider Man. Yep, yep, yep. What's that? Nino no Kuni two or something? Yeah, that game looks decent. Yakuza Six looked great at PAX, by the way. Look great. Yakuza Six is, I think, gonna be good. Soul Calibur. Oh no, that's multi-platform though. But Soul Calibur yeah. looked great. Um, but yeah, PlayStation get a lot of good stuff. Um, but anyway, all right, we are done. That is a close for episode one sixty-seven. Find us everywhere. Search for guys of quarters. You'll find us absolutely everywhere. We're thinking about uh, a different hosting for audio versions of the podcast. We'll announce that if that becomes a thing. We're looking into that. Um, but you can find all of our podcasts here on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash four guys with quarters on Twitter. We're, uh, four GWQ podcast cause four guys with quarters is too many characters. So got restricted there. Um, look out for clowns on, on, uh, tick gaming network now TickGN.com. Uh, is that right? Is it TickGN.com or dot net? It's com, isn't it? Dot com. Okay, yeah, look out for him on there for uh, some comic features and other entertainment news and articles and stuff like that. Um, to find us individually, it's been scrolling the whole the whole uh, episode, so find us on our channels individually below. And uh, other than that, we're out. See you I later. think before we go out, though, we think, oh. you know, with my dog interrupting the show, we should make a Twitter account just for him. Yes, look out for that. Assassin, you'll have to manage that, all right? Just like tweet like bark, 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 like every like couple days or something, or every like couple hours. Just like schedule yes. some tweets. Just be like bark, 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 bark. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incredible. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.